Hi, welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. Thank you, Lord. You know, um, after the worship we've had, I feel, you know, what am I going to say? But then um, I thoroughly understand why he gave me the notes he did. It's just scriptures. It's just scriptures from everywhere. And I was like, um, as usual, I've had one, two, three, four. I have some other things lined up, but he said, no, do this one. So um, I start. Um, I'm not bringing anything new. And I'm saying it so that, you know, um, so that you listen. I'm not bringing anything new. Everything I'm going to say you've heard before, but basically what we've done with it, um, how are we walking in it? Um, have we actually believed it? Um, and is it, has it been necessary, the things we've heard, has it been necessary for us to move on ahead? And the reason all of this is, uh, we, wait, faith is not stagnant. Yeah, it, it can't stand still. Faith must move on ahead. You, if you're not moving, faith is action. And if you haven't taken action in, in the last, like, like um, Deji just told us, God says there's many things you have to do um, this week. And the first step was to give your money. That's action. Not just you. I mean, all of us. And I love the fact that we have to have a purpose with our giving. And that purpose, don't, oh, oh, okay, if it's like, whatever it is you've asked, you've said, this is the purpose attached to my money, there's something else you will do. Get moving, get going. He, he told us that this morning in, in prayer, didn't he? And it was for all of us. <laughs> he talked talk to us through a dream Maria had, and it's like, what are you guys doing? Get up, move. Okay, and that, I was amazed because also, um, let me just recap one, one word per person. Pastor Rod told us we were created to glorify God. Okay, uh, again, there's action needed to glorify God. Yes. Um, David, to oh, David told us of the obsession of God over us. Man, that changed my outlook, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it changed my outlook to God to know that God was obsessed over me, that God had a fascination with me. It changed a lot for me. Um, Deji told us, move forward. Yeah. What have we done? Yeah. Okay. And then Dave Adkins came and said, do it. <laughs> Basically, that's what I heard from him. It was just do it, you know. So I'm like, okay, um, all right, Lord. Um, I think we've, we've, we get the point. If we put everything together, do you know what? We cannot stand still. There has to be, do you know what? It means that every time we come here, there must be testimonies. We have to have, if you've been taking action, there will be a testimony. Margaret Bola can testify that even in our prayer times, we've been having testimonies, testimonies, you know, um, of things that have been happening. So we must have testimonies. The first scripture he gave me today, and Jonathan, I might be jumping all over the place. Um, <laughs> I don't know how it will go. Um, is Deuteronomy 28, 13. A very um, one we know. He says, the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. He says, you shall be above only, you shall not be beneath. 
if you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, and are watchful to do them. Are you the head? Are you the head or, or, or somewhere in between or the tail? He, what does he say? We're going to just go by what he says. He says he will make you the head, but there's a condition. What is the condition? Heed my commandments and obey them. Heed what I tell you to do, you know, and do it. You know, and your commandments can be, his commandments can be anything from the word, anything in any part of the word. You know, um, he tells you meditate on my word. And if you do, you know, you will be successful in everything that your hands, you know, you put your hands to do. You know, his word, don't, you know, you read word, you feel a little conviction, don't drop it, do it. Conviction doesn't always have to be you sinned. Conviction has to be get up and do this uh, as well. Okay, so he's made us the head and not the tail. Wherever you are, how do you think of yourself? We have to get rid of, um, oh, poor me, I, I can't do it mentality. If he's made us the head and he has given us scriptures, he's given us the Holy Spirit, he's given us the enablement, we get out and we do things. You know, the things may be a high wall. He, he still says, go, I will help you jump over it. But don't sit back. What are we waiting for? You know, all... He is waiting for us to step, you know, and, and many times I go back to the very vivid picture he gave me. And as I was, and I'm going to say again and again and again until we do it. And it was us on a mountain. It was, it was pitch black. We were standing on this mountain and it was like, what are we doing here? And in, in, in the darkness, we could see another mountain in, 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 you know, in front of us far but it was all lit up and bright and everything was going. And the Lord said, that's where you need to be. I'm like, uh, uh, okay. In the, between this mountain and that mountain was darkness. It was like a gorge, dark, black. Uh, okay, Lord, how, how do we get there? He said, go. Uh, go, how? You know, we're going to fly. How are we going to get there? And he kept, the, and there was loads of us. And I seemed to be in, in, in the one, you know, it was a, a narrow place. I seemed to be the one in front. And I'm like, I wish I wasn't here. Maybe I should go to the back of the line. How? How? And I kept hearing, move, move, go. And I, I, I got so frustrated. I got to the point where I said, you know what? If I perish, I perish. That kind of, I, well, let me just fall in. At least it won't be me in the front anymore. Someone else will have to be obedient to this. Go, go, go. And as I put my foot, oh, a slab from nowhere came up. Where from? I don't know. My foot landed on a slab. And I did this. The slab held me up. Oh, so I put the next foot, boom, another slab. And I began to get confident. And I began to, uh, before my foot would land, a slab would come. And before you know it, I was running. Slabs were just, and everybody else ran. Amen. Amen. I can never Amen. forget this picture because I don't think it's fulfilled. Because it wasn't for me. It was for all of us. Amen. We must, as CCF, we have to get to that place that the Lord has readied for us it's bright it's, it was glorious where we were going okay so he's made us the head and not the tail we, we, we need to live up to what he, he, he has said we are you have, your mindset has to change I can do it 
I'm the head, I'm not the tail, I can do it. It's not, I can't, I can't, I'm waiting, I can do it. I'm going to step out and do it. Okay, um, and uh, yeah, the follow-up scripture is God is not a man that he should lie. Why would he tell you something and not do it? Yeah, he's not the son of man that he should feel repentance or compunction for what he has promised. Has he said it? Shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make good? This, I'm just going to tell you his words. This is him. This is what he said. He does, he's given you a word. He says you're the head, you're not the tail. And he's telling you, I don't lie. I'm not man. Man has the tendency to lie, but not him. All right. And he says, will I say you tell you something and not do it? I tell you to do something. I tell you, hey, this is where I want you to be. I will take you there. Move. Okay. Um, um, I don't know. I, I, was, I was debating this. I couldn't help but put Moses into my... Um, <laughs> I couldn't help but put Moses in. And I'm not sure I, Moses fits, but Moses has to come in somehow. <laughs> so, well, um, I won't read the whole thing. But again, you know, you know where I'm going with Moses and his face shining. Um, and I, I, it's some, maybe it's something the Lord is, is, maybe it's for me personally, but I think it's for all of us. This was Moses, an Old Testament uh, um, prophet. He not even, he, okay, I believe Moses met Jesus in his, his, his journey, but, you know, for, for purposes of scripture, Jesus hadn't come. We have Jesus. We have the ability, we have access to the throne. Yes, he says, come to the throne. You know, we have the Holy Spirit. And my, my point with Moses is always, if Moses in Old Testament times could come face to face with God, spend so much time with God that his face carried, his face carried the glory of God so much that people couldn't look at him and put a, he had to put a veil on. Come on. I feel that when, when will we get there? We have more access than he has. What is it that Moses did or, or, or was that we are not or can't do? We have more than he had. And again, I feel it's a pressing in we need to do. We need to press into that place that the glory of God emanates from all of us. We speak, we're, we're speaking the glory. We move anywhere. People, people recognize the presence of God on us. That's, that's where we need to go. When you walk into a place, the atmosphere changes. In fact, you walk past people. I hear, it was it also Charles Finney, that he, he was so pressed into God that he went through a factory. The whole factory began to cry, repent. He didn't say a word. It was his presence, the presence of God upon a man. It's possible. Why will it happen to them and not to us? And this is, I'm telling you, that's where I looked for us to be. Carriers of the glory, carriers of his presence. I'm telling you, you won't, you won't, you won't even need to preach. You're just going to a place and people, Charles Finney didn't say a word. People repented. We can get there. But it takes, it takes a, a, a focus. It takes a desire in our hearts. This is where we want to be. Why? Because I'm telling you, and, and the end times we have, we need it. The things that are going on out there, we need more than 
Oh, can I say a word to you? <laughs> we need to carry the presence because with the presence comes the power of God and the manifestations of miracles, the manifestation of who he is. All right, um, so that was Moses, I've put my Moses in. Um, I'm going on to David now, and, and I'm only bringing these, these Old Testament people to say, if this could happen with them, how much more us? And of course, David, I'm going to talk about him and Goliath. You know, 1 Samuel 17, 37 is the first scripture. And here he says, this was obviously when he went to Saul and Saul said, you, a little boy, you want to fight Goliath. And what did, what did David say? The Lord who delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said, okay, go. The Lord be with you. I'm sure he expected me, minced meat to come back. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, bigger this little boy. I mean, the whole army of Israel could not do anything, and this little boy says, "Okay, you go." <laughs> you know, um, well, Lord, forgive me if that wasn't on Saul's mind. But hey. and then um, first, from First Samuel, let me see. From First Samuel seventeen, let me highlight verse forty-five, um, only because I realize time. Okay. Um, of course, the Philistine, uh, verse 44, the Philistine said to David, come, I'll give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. But what did David say? He says, you come to me with a spear, a sword, a javelin. I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the ranks of Israel, whom you have defiled. I come to you in the name we have a name that is above every other name. And the Bible tells us that at the name of Jesus, every knee, it doesn't have a choice. No knee has a choice but to bow. So he went in the name of the Lord of hosts. We, have, we know the name of Jesus. We know the power that the name of Jesus carries. You know, where would you be afraid to go when you have that name? Where? To whom would you be afraid to speak? What doors would you be afraid to go through? You, we have the name. We need to act out who we are. What is it that you, you feel timid about? Maybe it's at work. Oh, I don't want to say anything. I, I can't say this because why? Why? You have the name of Jesus. You have the Holy Spirit with you. You have the name of Jesus. Oh, I, I don't know. Okay, this is a Nigerian thing, and I said it last night. Um, there, there's a there's a there's a, a, a singer, Victoria Orenzi. She got the God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit backing me. Evidently, she had had threats to her life. People were, you know, and she's like, come, and she made a song. She says. You'll see who's backing me up. And it's a song. I've got the Father, the Son, and the Spirit backing me. Do you have the same? Yes. She was bold enough. She put it out. Well, you want to kill me? Come. I'm not afraid. I know who I am, and I know who I, whose I am and whose I ha who, who I have. Do we know it? If you know it, you will, you, you, I'm telling you, fear will disappear. Okay, so 
I know it's all encouragement. Um, and then, okay, the other person I was going to talk about from the Old Testament is um, Abraham. Romans. Romans 4, 16 to 18. In particular, I will, I'm, I'm aware of time, so I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm just going to do 17. It says, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He was appointed our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. Who is this God? This is God who gives life to the dead and speaks of the non-existent things that he has already foretold and promised as if they already existed. What does this mean? Okay, um, God said to Abraham, your son, you know, um, your seed. Basically, just look at the stars, look at the sand. That's how, how much your descendants are going to be. And then he gave him a son and then he said, kill him. <laughs> And Abraham had waited how many years? Um, quite a few years. He was now, what, 90-something. And God says, ha, my son has come to kill him. Um, and, but it says, in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead. You know, um, I know that in the past I used to think of, oh, maybe I've seen a film or something. Abraham was this, oh, what am I going to do? No. It says here, in whom he believed. He believed God could give life to the dead. So that even if he did kill Isaac, God would raise him to life. Because you've said to me, in Isaac is your seed. So why would you ask me to kill him and not bring him to life if that's what he said? Basically, he believed God. He believed God. You know, okay, I don't know how it works, but I'll believe you. I trust you. So if you tell me to kill him, I'll kill him. But it says he believed that God was able to give life to the dead. Yeah, and he says God is the one who speaks of non-existent things as though they already were. Do we, let, let's, let's give this a, a, a thought. Do we do this? What has God said about us? What has he said about you? I, I'm asking. Anything. Anything he said about you, all of us, I'm not saying in you particular, you can quote scripture. Just give me one verse. Wow. Redeemed. We are redeemed. Yes? We can do all things in Christ. Very good. Not that I'm not taking yours, Tina. Not that I'm not taking yours, Tina and Deji. Why I like what Jason said is because it's practical. Yes? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes? He said he calls those things which be not as though they were. What is it that you're trying to do and you know for certainty God has given you strength to do? Do you call them done? Yes. Do you call them done? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I know they are done in Christ Jesus, but what's your mentality? Yes. What's your mindset? Do you, do, you know, do you see them as done? And let, let me tell you something about, um, where's Ruth? Is Ruth here? Yeah, yeah, there you are. Yeah, I, I don't know if you do this. because I'm only saying this about you because I know you cook as well. You know, when I'm going to make a dish, I see the end first. Do you do that? Yes. I see the end. I, I, I picture the end of the, the, the meal first before I even start. I sit down and I think of, and then I work backwards. 
All right, that's just, you know, how, how I, I do my cooking. And I, I wondered, good. So he says, you know, um, and that is exactly what God has said. You know, he, God calls those things which be not. They're not yet done. In my mind, my food is done. In my mind, I'm satisfied. I've finished. I know what I'm going to do. It's done. I can see it. It's finished. Now, the putting it together is nothing because I've seen the end. Okay, so he says he calls those things which be not as though they were. He, do you live? Who does he say you are? Is that how you see yourself, whether you are there or not? Because it's done. Yes. What has he given you to do? What? What? Even if it's an um um a task or, you know, something to do with your work, your life, your business, wherever you are, what has he given you? What has he said? Where is your end goal? Do you see it? It's like when we're talking about healing, do you see the end rather than the beginning? There's no, oh yes, God, yeah, I believe, I believe God. You believe or you have believed? There's a difference. I'm believing God to heal me. I'm believing God. You're not, you, you won't get there. I believe he has already healed me on Calvary's cross. So I'm going to walk in the fullness of my healing. It's our mindset. What do you see? Do you see the end? It's like when we pray, ask our team now. We pray for all the people who are sick. We praise. We're not saying, oh, would you heal? We're saying, thank you, Lord, you've healed. We're praising him for finishing the healing. Because it's done. It's finished. He said on the cross, it's finished. He's, do he's done it. Jesus does not live in, in one particular time. He lives in eternity. So he, he could see today on the cross. And he did it. He completed it. So it depends on where we are in faith. It depends on what you see, what you believe. When someone asks you, how are you? Do you, oh, I'm still feeling, yeah, but I believe I'm healed. No. You've already confessed the illness. Does, is it making uh, he calls those things which be not as though they were whether you see them physically or not they're done when you know the word about it it's finished it's completed and that's where your thoughts you train your mindset that's why he talks about the renewing of our minds you train your mind to think the word it, and that's why many many people tell you confess the word daily confess the word find and confess it so that when something is asked you you, you that's your default that's where you go you don't go to the present situation. You go to the finished work that Jesus has done. Yeah, so, okay. All right, um, 1 John 4, 17. In this union and communion with him, love is brought to completion. And it attains perfection with us. That we may have confidence for the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face him. Why? Because as he is, so are we in this world. As he is, so are we. You are as Jesus is. It, it, it's a mindset. It, it has to trigger your, your mental image of yourself. As he is. How is he? 
Is he still fighting for victory? Is he still, you know, walking the seas or, or the shores of Galilee? Where is he? He's finished. He's done it all. And he says he has given you the victory. And not only that, he has given you the same Holy Spirit who was with him when he was walking the earth. The same Holy Spirit who was with him with every miracle that was performed. The same Holy Spirit who led him places. He says, you're the same. If you have the Holy Spirit, how can you fail? God's word cannot fail. It can't. There's no room for failure with God's word. What, that's why I say, what has he said about you? What has he been speaking to you? What part of the word do you know? That is the word you walk in. And if you don't know much, begin to learn it. Go through it. When you read, look, when you read scripture, when you read whatever portion you read, stop. How, how does this word pertain to me? How do I activate this word in my life? Is it, is it just for me to learn? Is it, is it? The other day I was sitting, I was like, why, why did God give us the Bible? Why? Why did he give it to us? Because he knew we needed it. It's, it's those who, who knew Katie, it was, Pastor Colin was like, it, it's God's word, but it becomes God's word in your mouth. It has, as he, as he is, so are we. So if we speak the word of God in the same way that we read it, it becomes yours. It's his word, but it's in your mouth. So it carries the same power. It carries the same objective. You know, it, it, it does exactly what it says it will do. It does exactly what it says. So why haven't we seen it working as it should? It's definitely not something to do with him. It has to be us. You know, if God says something and you don't see it, why? Why haven't you seen it? It's not him. He wouldn't say something and, and not mean it. So it's, we need to check. And, and I, I, I know for a certainty the, the problem is belief. We say we believe it. Say we believe it. But do we? Do we? You know what belief means? If we believe it, we would stake everything on his word. We would, we, you know, you, you can't say something with, with, with your mouth and do something else to help. Like I am, I am healed by his stripes. Where's my paracetamol and neurofen? No, I'm not laughing because we, we've all been victims. We've all been victims. You know, and there's a journey I have to tell you too of my own self. Yes, have we not? You have the words haven't even finished falling out of your mouth before you look for the paracetamol and the neurofen. Yeah, so did you believe you were healed then? I'm telling you, it's our belief, it's what we believe. God said it, yeah, and we can quote it, but it's your heart. It's our hearts. Believe him. He cannot lie. His word does not fail. Dare to trust him. Dare to trust. Dare to walk on water. 
Yeah? yeah, I'm telling you. Okay. Where was I? Um, because as he is, okay. Um, John 14, 12. Everything we're going to hear today is, about, is the same thing. John 14, 12. I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, if anyone steadfastly, what, believes in me, he will himself be able to do the things that I do, and he will do even greater things than these because I go to the Father. Hands up anyone who has done the greater things yet. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you off. I'm telling all of us off. I'm speaking to me too. Yes, he says, he says, if you steadfastly believe, that's why I say the problem is belief. If you steadfastly believe in me, you will do the things that I do. All right. Um, I, I once heard a testimony of someone said, oh, <laughs> which one? Okay, when I was in Nigeria and there was this fellowship we, believe, we, we, we used to attend and, you know, um, Brother Charles was his name. And he said, oh, um, let's go heal the sick. I, 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 take it. I was so new to the Pentecostal movement. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> so let's go to the hospitals and pray for them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just being honest. And I didn't go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, I was so new. This was, one day I'll tell you my journey. This, I'd never heard of, I'll tell you my journey one day. So they went. The first person they prayed for eventually died. <laughs> Did he stop? No. He continued. And eventually he came, Brother Charles came to a place where miracles began to flow. But you don't give up because you try once or you try twice and, it didn't, and nothing happened. He kept going. He kept going. And, you know, um, he kept going. And my friend who was, um, she was nine, no, at that time she was five years married no children, and you know, obviously, as he kept going, kept going, he prayed, and she, she, she got pregnant. Uh, it's also a story. One day, I'll tell you the full story of it. But the thing is, it was after she got pregnant that um, we, we, we were told her history, and she had the, the the uterus of a baby. Her uterus never developed, so. That wasn't just that, um, that was a miracle, that she even carried the baby. And I'll just tell you, she has four now. <laughs> you know, she, she has four. And two of them are married now because she's my mate. So, yeah. She, but that was the develop. I, I just want to say, in the beginning, I mean, if he had drawn back, the first person you pray for dies. You, you know, it's, it, you almost feel like, is it because I prayed this person died? <laughs> you know, so you, you would, your tendency will be, uh, 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 and these are people you don't know. You know, it, it's, it's different if, oh, let me just pray for my friend here. And uh, if they, nothing happens, okay. But this is, he, he, he went out, he, he trusted and he went out and he began to see results. Amen. So what am I saying to us? You don't stop. Yes. Believe in God or stop stepping out there because the first time you do something or even the second time, Todd Bentley, I remember he said it was on the hundredth person that he saw um, results. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Persevere, yeah. 
he went on and on and he was counting, counting, counting until he got to number 100 before he saw results. So don't, don't draw back. Just, no, God said, so I'm doing it. God said, I'm doing it. Okay. Um, and he says, we will even do greater things. You know, knowledge is progressive. You know, what, we, what I knew like 20 years, till now I'm learning. The things I thought I knew, I'm like, whoa, there's so much more. We get, we get to know more and more as time goes on. You know, and if he says greater things, do you know that some, <laughs> let me just, let me throw this out there. Even the epistles that Paul wrote, there's greater than that. They're greater things. I don't know them. I'm not claiming to know them, but they are. Because that can't be the end. And in fact, even in the ones he wrote, he said there are some things he didn't tell us. But there's more to God. Um, why did God take Enoch away and not allow Enoch to write us an epistle? Because <laughs> Enoch knew so much and God knew we would not be able to cope with what Enoch knew. He took him. He said, mm, you're before your time. Even David, we know for a certainty, even King David was, was way before, way ahead of where everybody else was in his time. There's more. Aren't you hungry? And that's what I want to, to happen to us. I'm, I'm so hungry. I want to know more. I want to chase after God. I want all that he has. And I want to stir up that kind of hunger in all of us. I'm not anywhere near where I should be. But I'm not going to, to, to wait to, uh, and say, oh, well, I'm old now, so maybe. No, I'm going to chase. I'm going to chase until he's, if he says, come home tomorrow, fine. But my heart is, I'm going to find him and follow. There's so much to God that we haven't yet uncovered. And I want all of us to be there. Let that hunger drive you. Take your Bible, pour through it. Show me something in your word, Lord. Give me the boldness. My boldness is increasing on the streets. I see people, I stop, I talk, I lay hands, you know, I, I give a word. It, it, and that was, was it not you who started that? Death? I think it was from one Wednesday that he started it. And I have continued. When I'm out, I, and my boldness is increasing. So I'm expecting greater things. I will, and I, I will continue. And it should be for all of us too. Even if you just start by smiling at people. <laughs> on this, no, true, true. Just, there was one woman on the train today. He, her, he, she kept, I, <laughs> But I, I feel even that smile blessed her because we were, on, we were on the platform and I was standing near the, 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 the door open and then she ran from behind and I was like, okay. And she was like trying to push in ahead of me and she was much older than me. So when we got into the train that, you know, one of those corner seats that they reserve for elderly. So there was one there. So I stepped, say, you, you have that one. And I, I moved. And she, I think she was touched. So she kept smiling at me. And I was, you know, down like, let me get smile. I'm like, Lord, bless her, bless her. It would have made her day for all I know. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know her life. Does she live alone? Did she have family? Did she, when did someone smile at her last? I don't know. But you know what? Um, and it was Gosha who encouraged me when it comes to smiling at people and, you know, because she did that on the train and it was a great testimony. So, 
there's tiny things you can do. Okay, so greater miracles than what even Jesus did we can do. Uh, two, two scriptures from Jeremiah, again, just to encourage us. Jeremiah 32 and 26 to 27. Okay. Um, then came the word of the Lord to Jeremiah saying, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Name it. What is too hard for the Lord? And you know, I, I know I recently said I went on I went on holiday and I saw the amazing awesomeness of God in the ocean, yeah. in the mountains. I was like, wow. I suddenly, uh, nature has always done that for me. Like I like to go on walks in the morning, hear the birds, see the trees, because it, it, it makes me, you know, see God, touch God, it makes me, you know, exalt him. This was something else, you know. <laughs> and... Um, he says, is there anything too hard for me? If this, and, and, and in recent times, he's just growing bigger and bigger and bigger in my mind. I can't, I can't contain him in my mind anymore, but he's big. And I know that if I stand here and I pray for the nations of the earth, he's capable of answering. Right. Nations. If I pray for 8 billion people, it's not too much for him. How much more your neighbor you haven't prayed for? Yeah. One. Yes. Yeah? yeah. He, he's big. Nothing is too hard. What is it that you haven't believed him for? Amen. Start. Start. Take it to him. He says, Yo, why are you carrying heavy burdens? My, 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 my yoke is easy. Take mine. Even as when I bring someone to your mind, just bring them to me. I said, like I say, what we do is we lift everybody on our prayer. We just lift them to the Lord and praise. Yeah, here you go. Thank you, here you go. In fact, it, it, it makes it even easier so that I don't pray wrong. You know, I, I, there might be someone we are praying for healing from. And yes, yesterday you, yes, thank you. And today you bring them back down with the sickness. God forbid. If you don't know how to pray right, pray in the spirit. He's made it so easy. If there's someone you need to pray about and you don't know what to say, pray in the spirit. Lord, give me utterance to pray over this person in the spirit. And let me tell you, for a certainty, he not just hears, he answers. You will hear testimonies. Lana, your testimony is big that's coming. It's big. Your testimony is big that's coming. You know, and, and that's who he's big. He can take it. He can take all of us lifting the whole world to him all the time, every day, 24 hours a day. He can take it. He's big. He's huge. Nothing. He says, is there anything too hard? Nothing. Think of it. What can be too hard? Oh, no, this one God can't do. What? What? Absolutely nothing. If he knows your fingerprints and he's made all of us different with different fingerprints and he knows us by our fingerprints, my goodness. FBI, woohoo! <laughs> Sorry, but, but God knows it. God knows all of us all on the face of the earth, not only the ones you have in your um, whatever it's called. Yeah, He knows everyone's fingerprints. <laughs> you know, the other day again, I was you know um, reading Elisha. Elisha died. Yeah, 
Elisha died. They put him in an open sepulcher. Why? Why did they leave his grave open? But he was in an open sepulcher. And then when people were running away from at the end, just threw one dead body. Can you imagine if you were there? I, was, I, was, I like to picture things like this. You know, I'm like, gosh, where do I hide this dead body? And I throw it in Elisha. And then the man stands up. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Elijah's dead bones had the ability to bring someone to life. This is God. This is the God we serve. His dead bones. There was residual anointing in his bones such that a dead body could come to life. Wow. Uh, God is amazing. He just is. He just is. Okay. Our, our, um, how many minutes do I have left? Three hours. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. If you leave me, I can. Because it's, it's easy. It's e this one is easy. I'm just... His grace is sufficient. No, he's, it's just his, his word. Mark 11, 22, 24. You, you, we all know this. Mark 11, 22 to 24. Mark 11. Is our fame. This was, I don't know if it's the same for you, but this was the scripture that introduced me to faith. It was from Kenneth Hagin's. This was the first time I heard about faith, and it was this scripture. It says, Mark 11, 22, 24, and Jesus replying said to them, again, have faith in God constantly. Truly I tell you then, whoever says to this mountain, be thou lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes, again, these two words, faith and belief, believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. For this reason, I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust and be confident, it is granted. He didn't say it will be. It is granted to you and you'll get it. I mean, when you ask, okay, there's one condition. You are asking according to the will of God. Yes, that's the condition. Because when you go back to um, 1 John, anyway, 1 John 5 something, you know, he says it. If you ask anything, anything, which is why you need to know the promises of God, because all of them are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. But if you ask anything according to his will, not only will he hear, he said you can be guaranteed he hears and he will answer. Because you've asked according to his will. And then he goes and tells you, all my promises to you are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Say, wow. Have you, have you a list of the God's promises? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I write God's promises out now. I write them because I'm like, which promise am I, am I going to stand on today? You need to know what his promises are because all of them are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. All of them. So therefore, you can pray and be sure that whatever you've prayed, you don't, you don't need to, to wait you act on the answer already because he says he is God who calls those things which be not as though they were. So when you find a promise of God and you pray it, your action should be on the finished promise. He's done it. There there's no, should be no doubt in your heart or in your mind that he will do it. If he's promised, God doesn't lie. He can't. 
He doesn't know how to. His word cannot fail you. His promises cannot fail you. If you have not reaped any of his promises, check your belief. It's not him. Check you. Have you believed? Have you acted on on the finished work of that promise? Have you? Have you prepared? (laughs) Should I tell this story here? Is it... Yeah, Deji said I can stay to 2.30 years old. I'll just tell you a short story. Um, I have four kids. I had two boys first, and my husband said, no more children. Hmm, I wanted 12. <laughs> well, no, when I started, I wanted 12. <laughs> later, later on, but then if you had given me a choice, do you want, if you could only have all boys or all girls, no offense to anyone. I, w- I would have preferred all girls. No, I would have. I'm just being honest. I would have preferred all girls, but a mix is the best. You know, you need both. Yeah, so I had two boys, then my husband said no more. I'm like, hey, I've been dreaming of my daughter. I've been dreaming of, you know, hair and doll. I, 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 I wanted a girl. So um, I had my own plans. <laughs> and you know what? It just so happened, no, no child was coming. There wasn't any sign of a child coming. And I was like, oh my goodness. I went to visit, I went with the two boys to visit my sister-in-law. I, I lived in Nigeria at the time. I visited her in America. And while I was there, I, was, I just happened to be listening to her TV. It was Aura Roberts. Aura Roberts preaches seed faith. He says, you know, when you you believe God for something, sow a seed. There has to be a seed that proves that you believe him. You know, that was his way of doing it. So I, in front of that TV, I asked for my daughter. And then I went out and and, and my seed faith was to buy everything that I needed for a girl. I bought everything. But I'll be honest with you. I didn't quite buy pink. I bought yellow and white. <laughs> I was new. I was new. I was new in it. <laughs> I was new. So I bought everything and you know, I came home with, with my suitcase, hid my suitcase because I didn't tell my husband I was preparing for a baby. One month, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months, no baby, okay. So uh, I had a friend who, 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 we lived in Abuja and he was new. I had a friend who was expecting a baby. She was having a baby in like three weeks or so. Her husband was supposed to get all the baby things. He came abroad. He came back with nappies and bibs and ta- towels. <laughs> Does that ring a bell with any women? Thank you, Victor. Bless you. She came, she, she uses her three weeks to delivery. Harry, look, look, look what he bought. Look, look, look. I have a box full of baby's clothes, don't I? Hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what you're going to do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, and we were living in Abuja, which was virgin territory. They were just building the capital. It, didn't, it wasn't like they had shops and everything you could go to. And, I mean, and the road to travel away, she's, pre- she's almost due. She's going to have a baby on the way. So, so what are you? I'm like, oh, wow. Sorry, you. <laughs> 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 so... <laughs> 
she, she went home and here's me. God now starts saying, you have a box full of baby things. Ah, but I won't be able to go to America and buy things for my baby. You have a box full of, ah. I had no peace. I had, she, you know, she came back to my house and said, Kenny, um, I have some things. Maybe you can have some. God said, if you're not going to give it to her cheerfully, don't bother. So I opened the box. I said, take, <laughs> take what you want. My darling friend cleared. <laughs> she left me towels and beams and, and nappies. That's what she left. As she was picking these things, you know, my, my heart, boom, my heart. But I said, okay, I mean, if I'm going to get pregnant now, I still have nine months, don't I? Maybe I can do something within the nine. Anyway, she took them. And true to, true to date, she had her baby in three weeks' time. And then, you know, like we do it in, I don't know. Yeah, we do. We, uh, on the seventh, eighth day, we, 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 that's the naming ceremony. That, uh, you know, that's traditional. So um, just before, I think it was on the seventh day or something, she, you know, there's lots of cooking and everything to be done. So I went to her house and I was like, let me help. I'm helping her. And I'm, like, what's wrong with me? Why am I, I, Claudette, I'll be honest with you. No way would I have said I could be pregnant then. No way. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Anyway, cut a long story short. I was so sick. Came back home, found out I was pregnant. My daughter is nine months younger than hers. That was seed faith. Because we, three and a half years before that, nothing. And suddenly, it's, it's faith. Faith is action. I bought those things. I was very new. I don't, I don't get me wrong. I'm not an expert in faith. Maybe some things you stumble into them. But my faith made me buy those things ahead of time, believing for. Because you ask and he gives you. And then you, 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 your, 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 the action from then is in accordance with, I know the answers here. Okay, so that's one of my stories. I... <laughs> okay, so, um, so what did we say? Ask according to his will. All of his promises are yes and amen. Act, in, once you've asked, act in faith. All right, um, not I am believing, I have believed. Okay, um, <coughs> John 16, 33. Um, he says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. Do you have confidence in Jesus? Confidence that he can make through his word? Confidence, when he says, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you, do you believe it? Or do you actually go out and do other things to make yourself feel safer? Now, I'm not saying sleep with your doors open at night. <laughs> but, <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I ask the thieves to come in. But, you know, I, are you, do you sleep in peace? Do you hear a noise and your heart is all over the place? I'm telling you, there is a peace 
entrusting him what he says. He says, I'll give you my peace. No basically, no matter what circumstance you find yourself in, plug back in there. Peace. He will work it out. Lord, I, I, I receive your peace. I walk in peace. I'm not going to let this thing deprive me of sleep. I give it to you because I don't know what to do. So here. And you go to bed without waking up. Without, if you wake up, tell yourself, he's got it. Go back to sleep. I have his peace. I walk in peace. You know, and, he, and I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's us confessing the, the word. It's us be, not believe, it's us having believed the word and walking in it. I'm telling you, his peace will garrison you, strengthen you to a place that you, you, you I mean, people will be like, uh, isn't it you that, that has this? Yeah. He's got it. Yeah. And, and it, it will minister to people. Yeah, it will minister to people because he, he's, he gives it to you. You'll have perfect peace and confidence. He says, yes, in the world, there are tribulation, trials, distress, frustration. Be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident, certain, undaunted. I have overcome the world. So you have. You have because I've done it. And if we are as he is, and he has overcome the world, why would we let the world overcome us? Yeah. No, we've overcome. He says, I ha look, I love, I love it. I have deprived it of power to harm you, and I have conquered it for you. Amen. Go and write that down somewhere. Jesus has deprived the world of power to harm me. And he has conquered the world for me. Has. Not he will. He has. It has no. If, if the world harms you and it, there, there's something is drawing, it, you haven't believed him. You know, it might seem there's a giving to him and letting go. You have to practice it. If you don't, can't do it the first, continue until it's yours. He will not fail you. If he knows you're trusting him, trusting his word, he can't, he, he can't lie. He's bound by his word. If he tells you, I've deprived the world of, of having any power over you, he has. You have no power over me, I go. I, I remember the, the testimony of Carl Loco. Carl I don't know if any of you knew him. He, he, you knew him. You know, you, you know his testimony. Maybe you know what I'm going to say. I, I won't say the full testimony, but he was, he was once a gang leader in the south of London. And he came to the Lord. And um, he began to walk with the Lord, began to go to church. When he started going to church, he used to take his weapons with him still because, he, you know, he's just newly born again and he, he still had. So, and then he got to a place where he, yeah, and then one day he was in church. He looked around and he saw two members from the other gang and sort of, mm -hmm, so this is where you are. So he knew, oh my goodness, they're waiting outside for me. <clears throat> so he, he looked around the church. All he found was a bottle. You know, he broke the bottle. That was the only weapon he was going to use because he knew fights were going to break out. He called a couple of his 
gang, you know, he was a, a gang leader. So he obviously he had friends on that side. So he called a couple of them, come, 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 come. They knew he, he was now going to church, but he said, come and help because, you know, these people are waiting for me outside. And we cut a very long story short. He came out of church. There they were. He, they were waiting, you know. And him and his people, and he's like, okay, so how are we going to do this? Did you bring weapons? Because all I have is a broken bottle, you know. And anyway, they were there, and then they shouted over to the gang. The gang continued talking. Ah, did they not hear me? <laughs> they did not in the least move. So he took a stone and threw at them. They saw the stone, and they looked land like this. Their eyes passed them, and didn't see them. So they now, this three of them now walked down the road past the gang. The gang didn't see them. That's the Lord. What did he say? He says, I have taken away the power of the world to harm you. That's him. And we know he did it with Jesus when they were looking to kill Jesus. Jesus on the cliff, remember? He walked through them and they couldn't see him. You think he's changed? He's, he's, he hasn't changed. And if you're, you're there trusting him and saying, I believe, I, I, I'm, I'm walking in this. You said it. I, I, it's mine. I'm walking in it. You think he won't come through? He will. He will. Um, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop here because it, it goes on and on. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Have you believed? When you read his word, you know, do you take it on? This is mine. And you know, when you take on his word, it's my, you confess it. Confess it. This is mine. Right. And if you like, you know, get a board, write it on the board so that you remind yourself until it is ingrained in your mind. Yes, your spirit, when you read it, your spirit rejoices. What has your mind received it? Because where, and you, the only way you'll know is when someone throws something at you, where's your default? What do you answer? Where do you go? Once your mind has received it, your mind is transformed. Your mind will align with the word. And your actions will follow that. The reason why we haven't seen the word manifested in our lives, that's, that's the reason. We haven't truly believed. We say with our mouth we believe, but our actions say different. We make, we make contingency plans. Why? Ugh. No, true. True. And those who are brave and confident, not even brave. The word isn't brave. The word is, I, I just be, I believed every word you say. So I'm going to walk in it. You think he won't come, come around for you? Oh, look at her going. Oh, my goodness, she's going to walk through those snakes. She, be, she trusts me. You think he will he let them harm him? I mean, and we have real-life examples. I just told you about Carl Loco. He, 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 this man, head of a gang, chose to believe God. He walked through people. They did not see him. He, he, he still has that power. Yeah, so... Father, we... You know, the, I, I remember one man in the scripture who says, Lord, help my own belief. Yes. So, Lord, if there's unbelief here, 
we stand against it. We throw it away. We're not even saying help us. We choose to believe. <laughs> our, our choice today, Lord, is to believe every word that you have spoken and to act upon every word that you give us. Because you're God. Nothing is too hard for you. When you say it, it is true. There's no one who calls upon your name that you don't come after. So thank you today. Let our faith be stirred to the place of action. Lord, we want to repent for times where we've said, yes, yes, we believe, we believe. And yet, you know, our actions don't line up with our belief or with our words. So today, we repent and we say from this day forth, we make that choice to believe every word we read and to act on it. And we thank you for all the words we've heard today. Even if it's only this, even if it's these words we start with, we've come far. So we say thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Would you quicken our hearts on a daily basis, Holy Spirit? Would you remind us that there's always action that follows faith? That's how we demonstrate our faith to you, by our action, Lord. So we say thank you. Thank you for your word. Jesus, thank you for all that you are. Continue to be revealed in us and glorified. We ask this in your precious name. Amen. Amen. We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday 